Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I have a very special guest, Nancy White, and she's the founder of the Healthy Cells Chick. How are you this morning, Nancy? I'm doing fantastic, David. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. So I always like to kick off the show with the why. Why did you start the Healthy Cells Chick? Well, David, I guess it started about 37 years ago when I left corporate America to become a quote entrepreneur. And over that time, I've had different businesses started from the ground up. Some flopped, some sold, some I just, you know, um, continue to work on. And so the healthy sales check evolved, David, because uh, my mother was a health nut when I was growing up. And so I have always been intrigued with learning about preventative nutrition as much as possible in healthy lifestyle and living. But also my father died of um, Hodgkin's disease when I was nine. And my older brother, John, died at 22 of leukemia when he was studying to be a doctor in the Navy. And he discovered his own leukemia, David. So the healthy sales chick has been um, evolving over lots of years. And I've had my business for about 14 years, um, helping other people just thrive mind, body and spirit. That's excellent. I think the uh, sometimes our past kind of determines our future a little bit. We are motivated or driven to solve a problem or not feel the suffering that someone has experienced or that we've experienced and want to help others. So that's a fantastic way to to make a difference and help other people not experience some of the unhealthy uh, things that people from our past have experienced. So help me understand how do you grow the business? Who are you looking for? How do you find customers? Walk us through that that process of someone that's listening that isn't in the best of health or wants to help maintain their health, you know, what do they, what do they do next? How do they get a hold of you? How do they learn from you? Well, David, um, the fastest way to get a hold of me is just to go to um, my website, which has all ways to connect with me on social media or else set up a uh, complimentary 20 or 30 minute time to just talk. And that is through www and it's the, it's T H E Nancy white.com. And so, that is probably the easiest, fastest way. And there's also those links to connect on social media. Very good. Well, I, I applaud you for having the website your name. That's something I've been working on with my kids and my wife. And I think it's important for people. That's your distinct name versus company names can be very confusing or how they're spelled and so on and so forth. So I, I applaud you for having that as a name. And I'm glad people can reach out to you that way. So Nancy, well, over the last 14 years in building this business, what mistakes have you made? And on top of that, where did you learn from those mistakes as you try growing and scaling the business? Well, David, we're always um, making mistakes, first and foremost. And then, you know, you have to give yourself that grace and space to, to get over it and get over yourself. And so some of the mistakes I think that um, and I've heard several of your other uh, participants in your podcast share that, you know, asking for help, accepting help and then doing some things that that have been proven to be um, beneficial. And so, especially as a woman, you know, we won't ask sometimes and, you know, much less receive and then do some of the things. So I think asking for help 
is something that um, over the years I have learned. But also, David, way, way back, you know, I would trust people like crazy. I mean, I would always trust them until they proved me wrong. And so then, you know, um, you you learn that some people don't have the greatest intentions or there is ulterior motives. But, you know, they that reveals pretty fast. And so, but staying up with technology, do marketing. It's like any business, David, that we have. It's like we've got an incredible business or service. And then we're sitting in a closet with the door shut going, hello, come find me. And so, <laughs> you know, we have to be able to know how to market and how to um, get in front of people, especially in this day and time when people's attention span is maybe three seconds. So, you know, but it is, it's, it's getting those people that have been successful, that there's tons of resources for entrepreneurs out there. And you just have to be able to, to find those resources and then share those resources with other people, David. So give us an example of uh, maybe how you market or a mistake you made when trying to market. Hey, we'll try this. And like, oh, that didn't work. Trying to, something, you know, let's move on to something new. I learned not to do that. That's for sure. Or maybe you did ask for help and it turned out that that person didn't have the experience or the expertise to help you after all. Just give us an example because I think every listener you know, experiences the exact same things you talked about. They want to ask for help. They don't know how to ask for help. They do ask for help. And the person doesn't really help them after all. Uh, give, us a real, give us a real experience of something you did that turned out not to be the best choice, but what you learned from that decision. Okay. And boy, but did my brain go over a lots of different things, David, but something that, the thing that <laughs> rose to the top was oh, a couple of years ago, um, everybody kept telling me, Nancy, you should write a book. You should write a book. You've got all this knowledge and, um, about healthy living. And and I thought, I don't want to write a book. I like to talk. I don't like to write. And so anyways, <laughs> um, but I have been journaling in the morning and then in the evenings. I start the day out with gratitudes and end the day with gratitudes. So I was just, you know, probably on one of my beach trips where you go and you just get away and have some quiet time. And the Lord just sort of laid on my heart and said, you know what? I want you to create the GRT journal. And I'm sitting there just listening and then started writing. And it said stands for gratitude, reflections and tips. And it's just a personal tool to help people to achieve, you know, your goals. So I thought, okay, so here I go. I'm writing and, and starting putting some of these thoughts down. And I um, hired a woman that, you know, had a publishing company that, you know, had had some good reviews and different things. And I thought, okay, this is a way that I can get this started and get this come to fruition. Just one-stop shopping. <laughs> Women love that, one-stop shopping. So anyways, yes. I, I'd hired her, David, and we had a goal and a deadline. Um, and pretty soon that deadline was getting closer and closer. And I had given her everything that she had asked me to do. And then she became MIA, missing in action, mm -hmm. David. I'm telling you, I, it was like crickets. It was like nothing. She wouldn't answer any kind of phone calls, any texts, any emails. And I even checked the obituaries to see if she was dead. And so, <laughs> but anyways, so then I had a, another friend that stepped in and she had done some publishing and um, some things. And she was probably my um, super woman. She came to save the day. And sure enough, even though, the book did not get published um, in January. It got published in May, right before Mother's Day. But 
So that was a lesson um, that I trusted. Um, I went by other people's um, suggestions and recommendations because I'm, I'm a, I was a researcher for the government, so I'm always checking behind the scenes. So anyways, but the thing is for an entrepreneur is we keep on going. You have tenacity. You find a way when you don't see a way. And so that was um, one of my lessons. And then another lesson that I had learned, and, and it became part of a second book. Remember, I didn't want to write a book, David. <laughs> so now I'm into about a year after that collaborating uh, with a book called Light at the End of the Funnel, Volume 2. And it was a, a copulation of all these entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that wanted to share life lessons as being an entrepreneur. So my chapter was, thank you very much for stealing my invention. And so, <laughs> so, that, wow. and so that was another um, life lesson, um, David, is that I had invented um, – an, an amazing, fun little um, shade called Shade No More Tears. And I had done all my research and everything, done my nationwide um, exploration and finding out market research. But anyway, so I had hired an attorney and evidently that attorney got more money from somebody else from selling ideas to other people or other companies. So that was another bitter pill to swallow. But, you know, at the end of the day, David, um, we, we have to have thick skin, you know, we trust people. We have those relationships with people, which is the only way we're doing business. I mean, even in this fast technical world that technology is evolving and you can buy a lot of things through Amazon and you can do all these things for entrepreneurs. It is about connections and it's about people helping people and also making those connections again, without ulterior motives, but having an intention to collaborate and to potentially do business, but first and foremost, really getting to know that person, David. I agree hundred percent. I mean, that's why networking is so big and you have all these companies now and networking groups. And I just think you can kind of get away from the, the raw, natural connecting of people and okay, you have 30 seconds to tell us about who you are. I don't, I need more than 30 seconds. I need 30 yeah, I minutes. And it's almost, it's almost diluted. And at the end of the day, they'll say, okay, well, now we need a thousand dollars in order for you to continue to have this 30 seconds every week of telling us who you are. Uh, you know, I think like you're right though. It has to be authentic. It has to be, it's about connecting, it's about relationships, about building trust. And it's, you know, networking is just, you got to keep it natural. I think we try to enforce it sometimes too much and people don't necessarily see the value in it uh, because it's the world of networking has changed so much. Uh, help me understand Nancy, uh, because it's all about health. I want my listeners to walk away with some great tips today. What would you say are the three best things you can do for your health right now? Uh, you can use a pandemic as a, another reason not to be healthy, but three great tips people can do each day to make them healthier. Absolutely, David. And, and everybody recognizes that your health is your greatest wealth. I don't care what age you are. Um, it's one of those things that we have to nurture in the mindset of, nurturing your mind, your body, and your spirit, you have to nurture all three of those areas of your being um, to have complete and thriving health. So as far as having some tips, David, I think first and foremost is recognizing that, you know, self-care, the only person that's going to do it is you. 
Nobody's going to do my exercises. Nobody's going to, you know, do my yoga, do my weights. Nobody's going to sleep the right amount of time for me. Nobody's going to put the nutrition past my lips, David, that I need. So I think getting into your mind that, you know what, you are really responsible. And if you want, you know, junk in, junk out. It's just, you know, that healthy mindset that you really do want to take care of what you've got so that you can live as long as you want to, if you want to. Some people, you know, a flash in the pan, you know, we all went through our early 20s, David, and we've gone through, you know, the resilience of bouncing back. But sometimes as we get older, too, we don't bounce back as much or life happens, you know, just like my father and brother had cancers that are now curable. But I want to give people hope, too, David. We get new bodies every six to eight years. So you might as well make a new good one as, you know, you're working on this new body. So tips are getting the right amount of sleep, you know, getting great nutrition, um, knowing what is great nutrition for healthy cells, knowing the things that you should avoid as much as possible. But, you know, we, we live for food and fellowship and family and we still celebrate life. But I think it always starts in the mind, David, and getting that in your mind that, yes, I am. I was raised with three brothers and I was feisty. I'm I'm in charge of me. You know, you can't tell me what to do. And it's still the same today. Right, exactly. You are in charge of you. And I think, you know what, we just do our best. But some people want to settle. I'm not that kind of person. And I love to connect with people that don't want to settle. Makes sense. And I think a lot of people, you know, since we are kind of quarantined, stuck at home or you know, not going to the office like we used to and things like that. Uh, I think it's sometimes for some people, they never leave work now because their work is on their home computer. They can do the morning, afternoon, evening. It just never stops. So for some people, it's worse. There's even more need for self-care because they're used to leaving the house, going to work. They leave work and work and stay at work. And now work is really all around. But hopefully it also means that now you have more, you know, more time. You're not doing the commute to work. You're not doing the commute home from work. And maybe that extra time can be going for walks, like you said, doing exercise, uh, doing yoga. Maybe where you work, there's not great restaurants around you, so you're kind of stuck eating fast food or, you know, less desirable food. But now that you're at home, you can cook your own meals. You can have things prepared or you can lead a healthier lifestyle because you're at home. But like you said, it's all about your choice. No one's going to force you to eat anything. No one's going to force you to exercise. No one's going to force you to go to sleep. Uh, so it's a decision that the individual has to make because they want to live longer and have a healthier lifestyle. Uh, it's, it's kind of a great lead into a success story, Nancy. Can you think of someone, maybe yourself or a, a client of yours, that has experienced a great success story? Maybe they were leading a healthy life and you kind of got them on the path. They chose to follow the path, obviously. You can only lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink, as the old cliche goes. Share with us a success story of someone that you're so proud of that had a shift from unhealthy lifestyle to a healthy lifestyle. Well, David, I'm going to talk about two people really quickly. And the first one, the first one is myself. And um, 14 years ago, when I started on this really journey, transformational journey, and I did partner with a billion dollar American based company to, to help along that journey. But not only have I stayed six sizes down, but at 68, I have elite blood work. And for people that are in the insurance industry, they know what that means. And so, and I've also reversed osteoporosis naturally over 18 years, David. So for myself, that is my own 
little journey that um, I've continued to nurture because, you know, maintaining is called maintaining. It's not a once and done. But one of the uh, people that really over about six years ago came into my life and she came to me and just like most women, she goes, Nancy, I really would like to um, release some weight and lose some weight. And if possible, have my surgery reversed. Well, David, my ears perked up really quick. And I said, tell me more, um, Tracy, what do you mean have your surgery reversed? And she said, I was diagnosed at 16 with Crohn's. And she said, and I've been living with an ileostomy bag for the last three years. And so she said, I had surgery and the doctor decided not to take all of my colon out. And so, but he told me, you know, potentially I could have my surgery reversed. Well, David, I'm a woman on a mission. So <laughs> I told her, I said, okay, Tracy, let's, let's work together and let's just, you know, um, see what we can do to shift. And so we started working together and that was in March. In August, she'd gone in for a colonoscopy and her doctor said, Tracy, if you want to, you can have your surgery reversed. Oh, David, I was jumping up and down for joy. <laughs> and so was she. And so the very next month she had her surgery and her surgeon came to her afterwards and said, I had scheduled three hours to have this surgery um, reversal done. He said, it only took me an hour and a half. He said, you had zero inflammation and a little bit of scar tissue. So I was one of those people that, you know, I was rejoicing. I was happy that she had released some unhealthy weight, but she had gotten healthy enough because her life changed. She's got twins and they're now uh, 14 years old, but she has to maintain. It's not that, you know, this, it was, People will call it a miracle if you want to call it a miracle. But still, she still has to maintain. She still has Crohn's. She still has to you know, keep her pH where it needs to be. And so I guess that is one of my things when you look back on somebody that really helped. But it is. It's that mindset. It is, you know, getting into your heart and then taking action. And saying that too, David, you know, women do like to talk a lot, as you <laughs> I'm sure you could tell with your women, um, people that you like to interview and talk with. But going back to people at home right now, stress was already the number one thing in this country that led, leads to the six top killers. Well, when COVID came along, it threw gasoline on top of stress. And all of a sudden, you've got boom. So that's one of the main things when you're talking about people working at home, doing things differently, using their calendar is still huge. Scheduling those times in is still huge to, to exercise, to have time with their family, to do those things. Ways to manage stress so stress doesn't manage you. And I've got a whole section on that. If somebody wants to get in touch with me on tips and tricks, you know, for how to manage stress so it doesn't manage you. But, you know, the biggest thing is if we don't have control over something, David, we have to let go of it. But the things that we do have control over, those are the things that we're responsible for. And just, you know, with that in your mind every single day, you know, what am I in control of? What am I not in control of? Am I going to have a good day? And I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to tell you, everybody has those trials, those tests, those things that come along. It just depends on how fast that we want to let that go and let it make us bend us out of shape and be irritable. So anyway. Exactly right. We talk about that all the time as well. You know how one incident can set you off course the entire day. Yeah. So why let it? Like nothing that can happen to you in the morning can don't allow it to control you. 
and don't allow it to take over your entire day. You know, like you said before, you show gratitude every morning. So when you have that space in the morning of gratitude, it's like you're at peace. You know, so why let something, anyone, anything disrupt that peace and then take you off course the entire day? You just have to let it go and move on and get back to the place of peace because you're going to be a happier person. You're going to be a healthier person if you have that ability to deal with it and move on and set it aside and stop thinking about it and not um, let it control your entire day. That is I a, think that's you great just advice. mentioned something I would love to share with your audience and with you, David, is um, ha- on happiness. Sure. There is a gentleman that connected with me on LinkedIn a couple of months ago. His name's Edwin Aberry, and he has a TEDx talk on happiness. And he started an incredible initiative on the Happy Neighborhood Project. Well, that's another thing that people can come and ask me about because I'm getting ready to launch one of the nationwide chapters here in October. But this Saturday, they're going to have a Happy Neighborhood Project Summit. It's going to be global, David, and they're expecting close to 5,000 people. They already have over 2,000 something registered. They're going to have 500 breakout rooms. And I talked with Edwin on Friday and I said, Edwin, if you break Zoom, everybody's going to be unhappy. And he said, Nancy, we've been working with Zoom for over three months on this project. So I encourage people if they want to be a part of an initiative that is going to be a record breaker, it's going to break the um, whole thing. It's going to be just a fan new, fun new way to be able to meet people from all over the world then they can go to the happy neighborhood project.com slash summit. And it is, they don't have to be on there for all day, but um, Victor Hansen is going to be part of the um, talking and sharing. They're going to have happy things going on, happy yoga, laughter yoga. They're going to have all kinds of fun things, but it's an amazing way again to tap into something that is going to be happy for people instead of so negative. That's great. I think everybody can use that that tap, that that experience. And I was actually on a networking event with, uh, last week with Michael and Katie Catlow, and they were also talking about the Happy Neighborhood Project. Oh, yes, I don't know if you yeah. know them or not. Uh, but it seems like it's a, it's, a, it's a growing buzz. And, you know, obviously, anytime you can bring community together for the same common goal, which is happiness and peacefulness and healthiness, I think everyone's all in. It's just right now we're so separated. We're so away. and We're so not used to that. It's good that projects like this are being launched to help people come together and share their happiness and their, their goodwill and their good nature and their success stories and so on and so forth and bring happiness to other people that may be suffering, that may be unemployed, that may be hungry, that may be homeless. I mean, there's a lot of people going through new challenges in 2020 because of the pandemic that have never experienced anything like this before. So to help some of those people see hope and a brighter future, I think is very positive Absolutely. and very powerful. Okay. So Nancy... No, no, I said I was going to agree Go with ahead. you completely, David, because if we can't cast a vision of hope for people in this day and time, you know, they, they're they just drudging through every single day, drudging. And so helping to cast that vision of hope, but then also helping them to find a way to connect with people that they could potentially collaborate with, to, you know, find employment, you know, whatever it is. And just like you said, to be able to get around some other people that do have that happy attitude, that that positive uplifting is not perfect, but you know, I'm all I love meeting people. I will never stop meeting people, David. That's just who you are. That's just who you are. <laughs> and you're good at it. 
Well, leave our listeners with some information because obviously you have such a wonderful uh, tone and wonderful message and wonderful drive and mission in life. I'm sure a lot of our listeners want to get a hold of you and maybe they have family members who are struggling with different diseases or illnesses and the doctors have kind of written their family off or just haven't had a good positive prognosis. They want another opinion. Someone that can find some alternative ways to help heal these people through mind, body, soul, like you spoke about earlier. Uh, leave your whatever information you feel comfortable giving out, phone number, email, website, social media handles, anything like that where they can get a hold of you and ask for help, uh, which, as you mentioned earlier, is the first step when you need help. Uh, but just so they can, Thank you, they can David. make a connection. Well, again, going back to, you know, www, and it's the nancywhite.com. There is another Nancy White, but make sure they put the the in it. .com is a great way. I've got Calendly there to schedule a time that's convenient for them and for, for me. That's a, one of the beautiful technical um, tools that we all can use is Calendly. Also, they can um, just call me, 704-756-9295. But, you know, I think that connecting um, with each other and finding out really what is important to other people, David, is so that's paramount. You know, how many people that you and I have both come across that come in and try to sell you something or whatever, and they haven't even asked you what you need. So I think, you know, it's very important to be permission-based, to really have um, that mindset of what is it somebody needs. If they need to have a connection, not even for only their health, their physical and their financial health, I have tons of connections for, you know, entrepreneurs to be able to scale their businesses and and do those types of things, David. So it's not just about, you know, their physical health, but it's to help, you know, make those connections for their financial health as well. Sure. Well, all connections are fantastic. And we have to learn to network. And if it's not infer shy or introverted and it's just not our thing, there's so much positive to gain by getting outside your comfort zone a little bit and learning to meet new people that can potentially make your life better in, in some way. Mind, body, soul, employment. I'm sure there's people that can get out there and help you. And people like yourself that just genuinely like to help others is, is a beautiful gift that we, we have here in Charlotte that uh, other places don't have. So uh, I appreciate you, your time this morning. Uh, I appreciate the information. And I look forward to my listeners oh, David, reaching out to you. Oh, David, thank you so, and, uh, so much. And I appreciate you so much and, and how you help make people just, you know, people, when people look good and they feel good, that is a winning combination, David. And, and you are so good at helping these gentlemen look their very best. And I'm so grateful that you're doing the same thing, helping people. Agreed. And anytime you wear something new, or you wear something that's unique or different, you get compliments. Those compliments go a long way. People don't realize that when you just wear something, it's a little unique, a little different. And it becomes a conversation piece. It makes that networking a little easier, but it also makes you feel so much better looking. It makes you feel young. It makes you feel alive. And, it's hard to quantify how great it feels if people give you compliments, whether it be your hair looks nice, your makeup looks nice, or I love that outfit you're wearing. Uh, compliments are, just go a long way, and that's what we really specialize in is helping people look and feel their best. And it's, it's a pleasure. And I, I love the customer feedback and people come back after a wedding or after an event and say, man, I got so many compliments. I love what you do. That's and what you drives do it us. With and we just keep on doing David. it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Well, Nancy, again, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You, hope also you have a wonderful David. afternoon. Hey, have you ever wanted to get outdoors? Contact us over at Jesse Brown's because we're helping people take on 
the challenges that they have, whether it be hiking, whether it be that fly fishing journey, or just a place to go to be outside, Jesse Browns has the answers. Contact us at jessebrowns.com. Stop by the store at Sharon Corners in Charlotte, North Carolina, or all of our social media platforms at jessebrownsclt. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We bring products to market that solve clothing-related problems. The first product I'm going to discuss is the Perky Collar. It is a collar support system for dress shirts. Don't you hate it when your collar lays flat, tucks under, one's up, one's down, totally lays flat when you wear a blazer? Well, no more. Here's how it works. Whether you're wearing a button-down shirt or a non-button-down shirt, it works with either one. Lift your collar up, put the perky collar on the collar chamber of your shirt, and then lay your collar down on top of it. Look in the mirror and adjust it so it's even from around your neck. Again, the perky collar sits on the shirt, doesn't touch your neck directly, and weighs less than a half an ounce. So virtually it's invisible and it's weightless. You'll see an amazing difference in how great your collar perks up every time you put on your perky collar. To order, go to perkyllc.com. 